Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 75 We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks. Your name is near. People tell of your wondrous deeds. At the set time that I appoint, I will judge with equity. When the earth totters with all its inhabitants, it is I who keep its pillars steady. I say to the boastful, do not boast. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high or speak with insolent neck. For not from the east or from the west and not from the wilderness comes lifting up. But it is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup with foaming wine, well mixed, who will pour a draft from it, and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. But I will rejoice forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Second Kings chapter 2, verses 15 through 22. When the company of prophets who were at Jericho saw him at a distance, they declared, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. They came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. They said to him, See now, we have fifty strong men among your servants. Please let them go and seek your master. It may be that the spirit of the Lord has caught up, caught him up and thrown him down on some mountain or in some valley. He responded, No, do not send them. But when they urged him until he was ashamed, he said, Send them. So they sent fifty men who searched for three days but did not find him. When they came back to him and he remained at Jericho, he said to them, Did I not say, Do not go? Now the people of the city said to Elisha, The location of the city is good, as my Lord sees, but the water is bad, and the land is unfruitful. He said, Bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went to the spring of water and threw the salt into it. And he said, Thus says the Lord, I have made this water wholesome. From now on neither death nor miscarriage shall come from it. So the water has been wholesome to this day, according to the word that Elisha spoke. 1 John chapter 2, verses 7 through 11. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new commandment that is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. Whoever says, I am in the light, while hating a brother or sister, is still in the darkness. Whoever loves a brother or sister lives in the light, and in such a person there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates another believer is in the darkness, walks in the darkness, and does not know the way to go, because the darkness has brought on blindness.
welcome to the fourth Monday after Pentecost. The readings um, today follow um, the story of Elijah and Elisha. Um, some people pronounce it Elisha, but I kind of like pronouncing it, uh, making it sound like a, a woman's name for some reason, Elisha. Um, and the uh, there's this short miracle that Elisha performs, um, but if you didn't catch it uh, very briefly, the um, the first kind of part of the reading from the Old Testament, Second Kings, uh, there's a group of prophets. They would sometimes would wander around in, in companies. Um, they uh, they don't know where Elijah is, and they they say, "Well, let's go look for him." And Elisha says, "No, don't. You guys don't need to go. I mean, because Elisha saw." Elijah was taken up into heaven. Elijah was one of two people in the Bible who don't suffer death. The other is, um, God, I don't think I got the name right, but I think it's it was, or it's maybe it's translated as like Metatron. Um, there's a man who was upright in the Lord's sight, and so he never suffered death. And uh, the or- oral tradition, kind of the, the, the stories passed along outside the Bible, suggests that he is now kind of the accountant for God. He's this huge angel, um, and he does the accounting work for, for God. But um, in First John 2, there's uh, one of my favorite passages in the epistles is First John 4, and there's kind of this build-up to it. And John um, reiterates um, Jesus' words um, when he was on the earth, um, saying, a new commandment I give you, love one another, um, and people will know that you're my disciples by your love. And uh, this letter, uh, carrying John's name, um, follows on that theme. And John can be kind of stark, and so everything's light and dark and good and evil. There's no real grays. And he says that whoever loves a brother or sister lives in the light, and there's no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates another believer is in the darkness, walks in the darkness, and doesn't know the way, because the darkness is brought on blindness. Um, John, just two chapters later, will use even more strong language to suggest that whoever tells you that loves, tells you that they love their brother or sister in their heart, uh, or tells you, but um, hates them in their heart as a liar. And I don't know if he says they're going to hell, but I mean, it's pretty strong. Um, and John is really concerned with appearances. I mean, the transfiguration plays an important part in John's gospel. The um, the the character of his um, narrative uh, as, a, as an evangelist is an eagle because he soars so high and it's highly spiritualized. Um, and so he's a bit of an optimist, but he's he's got kind of this hard line. Um, but he um, he begins by speaking of this old commandment, which sounds very much like Paul, the the law and the gospel, and the extent to which those commingle is is difficult to say. Um, the old commandment is the word that you have heard. But I'm writing you a new commandment, 
that is true in him and in you, in Jesus Christ, as well as in you, because the light is already shining. The light of Christ is already shining. Um, and this passage from John uh, makes me think of the argument that sometimes you'll hear in political theology about just war and pacifism. The idea um, that just war is an act of love, this idea comes from Augustine, um, and Augustine uh, believed that suicide was wrong and that murder was wrong, but that perhaps you could, um, you may, well, he doesn't go this far. He says that a, a war that is just has as its intent and its aim peace, and it's motivated by love. And from that idea later develops this idea that, you know, oh, even the individual soldier, they aren't guilty, not because what they've done is, is you know, guilt, uh, just fine or justified, but in fact, they have killed their enemies with love in their heart. Um, I find that kind of hard to believe. Um, but uh, it makes me think of that because you can say that um, they love your their brother or sister, but in fact it may not be true. Um, and the reason being is that they are walking in darkness and they don't know the way because they've become blind in the darkness. Um, I won't go into much more depth than that, but um, first, uh, the letters of John and his gospel and revelation are, are kind of rife with these um, sweeping kind of statements um, that I think can often be taken uh, in really interesting, really interesting ways, but it does make me think of how the the ideas in John can be brought forth in the military and the execution of war in ways that I'm just not sure are, are, I don't know, helpful, I suppose. Proper 8 from the Book of Common Prayer Almighty God, you have built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Grant us so to be joined together in unity of spirit by their teaching that we may be made a holy temple acceptable to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, 
and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.